This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. One. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the show aimed at helping athletes gain an edge on their opponent and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are going to be talking about finding balance in your athletic career. So the reason I wanted to bring this topic to you all today is that this is something that I see so many athletes struggle with, both in their career as a whole, but also in their just day-to-day training and where they focus their time. And so let's start off with in the career as a whole. No, one thing I want to talk to people about, one thing I really want to get across to people early in this one is that there is no one perfect training method. There's nothing that you're going to do that is just magically going to make you reach the top level in your sport, that is magically just going to set your career off uh, beyond anyone's wildest dreams. There's no one method, there's no one exercise, there's no one way that you're just gonna skyrocket above everybody else. And if someone is telling you that there is, they're lying to you. Someone's telling you just do this for four weeks and you're gonna be the absolute greatest person in the whole world, they're wrong, they're lying to you. The only thing that I would counter that with is the number one thing that you need to do is be consistent. Be consistent with your training, be consistent with your nutrition, be consistent with your recovery, all of these things are going to play a massive part in who you're going to be as an athlete. But there is no one exercise, there is no one method that is going to set you apart. If I hope that makes sense. If you're here live and that makes sense, drop me a comment, let me know that that makes sense to you. However, what I feel people mistake this, and like when I tell people this, that there's no one direct method, there's no one thing that they need to do, Where I feel people go wrong with this is that instead of looking and saying, there's no one method, so what I'm doing is clearly the right thing for me, they look and they go, they look and they look at it more as there's no one method, so what I'm doing right now is easy, therefore that's what I'm going to keep doing to succeed, which I feel like I jumbled my words a little bit there, but the idea is that even though there's no one correct method, there are things that you do need to be doing. There are concepts you do need to be following if you're trying to be successful. And if you're doing something right now and you go, well, I tried this for a couple of months, therefore it doesn't end. It hasn't made a huge difference for me. Therefore it doesn't work. There's a lot more to that discussion than just, I tried it. It didn't work for me. So I'm not going to do it anymore. Specifically, I bring this conversation up because of a conversation I had just the other day where somebody told me that for them, lifting weights didn't help, you know, getting stronger didn't help, you know, so they stopped lifting weights because lifting weights wasn't working for them. They weren't feeling good when they were lifting. So they just stopped doing it. Now, instead of just saying, well, lifting weights isn't working for me, so I'm just not going to do it anymore. What I want to bring, what I, where I want to bring you with that one is maybe instead of lifting weights doesn't work, let's look at lifting weights hasn't been working. So maybe how I'm lifting weights is wrong. Because I can absolutely guarantee to you that 
you need to be strong to compete well in a sport. I don't care what the sport is. You need to be strong to compete well in a sport. So if you're not lifting weights, you're likely not improving your strength at the level that you could. If you're not improving your strength at the level that you could, then you're giving other people the opportunity to move past you. You're giving other people the opportunity to outwork you and in turn take that dream career that you're working so hard towards. The other place that I see people do this quite often is when they have their weekly schedule, they don't prioritize something and therefore that thing just becomes unimportant. I see it with strength and conditioning all the time. Yeah, I'd love to lift weights. Yeah, I'd love to do strength and conditioning work. I just can't fit it in. So I it doesn't make sense. Now, instead of saying I can't fit it in, so I won't, if we start to ask the questions, how can I fit it in? Because especially if you see the benefits, you should understand that this is something important to fit into your week. Because a lot of the time when I have that conversation with athletes, when they say they can't fit in any strength and conditioning work, when I look at their actual schedule, their actual training schedule and work schedule, they're running every single day. They're you know doing four to six hours of other training every single day, but they're not lifting any weights. They're not doing any mobility work. They're not doing any energy system development work. So now instead of doing that four to six hours a day of training every single day focused only on your skills, if you balance that out, you take away a little bit of that skill work and replace it with proper care of your body, replace it with mobility work, replace it with strength training, replace it with energy system development. That's going to help build you as a more efficient athlete specific to the sport. Now, how do you think that's going to affect your performances? Because if you are a more efficient athlete, if you're stronger, if your body's more resilient to injury, these are all things that are going to allow you to step into your performance at a higher level, to step into your performance as a better version of yourself, which in turn will allow you to implement your game plan at a higher level. And if you can implement your game plan at a higher level, then you're going to be able to continue to win and you're going to be able to build that dream career in your sport that you're looking for. And where I want to go with that as well is remember the focus of training as a whole. If you're training for a sport, the focus of training is not to simply be the most skilled athlete out there. The focus of training is not to be the one who can go for hours and hours on end because your gas tank is that good. Your goal is success in the sport. Your goal is to perform at the highest level, which yes, of course, skill is an incredibly important part of performing at the highest level. However, if all you're focused on is the skill and you're leaving your strength, you're leaving your power, you're leaving your speed, your conditioning, all of these other things to chance, now you're not going to be able to implement that skill at the same level because people are going to be faster than you and stronger than you and beating you to the punch and outworking you and outperforming you despite not being as skilled as you are. Does that make sense? I hope if you're listening to this, that makes sense to you. But what I want to get into now is how to find the balance. So the way that you succeed in your sport, the way you develop a training cycle for yourself, skills included, strength and conditioning included, everything else is through discomfort. The way you reach the next level is through discomfort. 
you've got to do the things that you don't want to do. I know that every single fighter I work with, if I was to give them the choice between spending time at the MMA gym or the boxing gym or the jiu-jitsu gym or whatever it is versus spending time in my gym with me, every single one of them is going to choose the gym that is actually competitive in their sport because that's what they enjoy more. People don't love lifting weights the same way that they love practicing their sport. And I understand that, but here's where it comes down to your goals. If your goals are to be the best in your sport, your goals are to succeed at a higher level in your sport, your goals are to win world championships, the world championships are won through doing the things you don't like to do. The goals are achieved through doing the things that make you uncomfortable, doing the things that are harder, doing the things that aren't necessarily what you want to do, but what you know you have to do in order to continue to move yourself forward and move your career forward. So my challenge to you, if you're listening to this right now, my challenge to you is to take an honest look at who you are as an athlete at this very moment. So I want you to think of your skill set. What areas are you doing really, really well in? What areas are you really happy with? And what areas are you not? Write all of these areas that you're not happy with out. Write all of these skills that really need work out. And yes, I understand that every athlete can improve at everything all the time. But if you had to prioritize them right now, what are the top three areas skill-wise that you need work? And if we start here, write those areas out, and then we're going to move on to physically. If you had to look at where you're at physically in your career, write out the areas that need the most work. So the areas that need the most work, as an example, if you are an MMA fighter, I always go back to that one because that's a big big portion of my clientele. If you're an MMA fighter and you're 5-0 and right now and they're all wins by first round knockout where you just come out blitzing, knock your opponent out, fights over in 30 seconds, explosive power, probably not the top area in your sport that you need work. However, if you realize that every time you get into the second or third round of a fight, you start to get tired, you start to get tired, you start to slow down, you start to slow down, you start to lose. Now you can understand that your aerobic capacity, your ability to go longer durations is the physical quality that needs the most work. So if you can write these out and you can be clear on them, now I want you to look at mentally. Mentally, do you feel like you're strong right now? Do you feel like if you face adversity, you can overcome it? Or do you feel like you're very good physically, but maybe you've got some mental blocks that you struggle with in competition? Because when we talk about training, that's an area that doesn't get talked about enough is the mental side. The side of the game where you can be physically as well prepared as you want, but if mentally you can't work through adversity, mentally you can't deal with bad things as they come up in your sport, you are still going to struggle. So look at where you're at skill set wise, look at where you're at physically and look at where you're at mentally. And in all three of those areas, what needs the most work? What area in all three of those areas do you struggle with the most? Now, what I want you to do is take a look at your training and take an honest look at your training. Look at where you're at. Look at how you spend your entire week of training and ask yourself, am I adequately addressing all of the needs that I just laid out? Am I adequately, adequately, sorry, addressing all of the needs that I just laid out, all of those weaknesses that I just laid out? 
because a lot of the time what we get stuck in as athletes, and I know that I do this to myself as well, is we get stuck in only wanting to work on the things we're good at, only wanting to work on the things we enjoy. And I know it's easy to do, but if you're, as an example, coming back to MMA, if you're a black belt in jujitsu and you just started boxing last year and your plan is to make it as an MMA fighter and your training schedule right now is four to five days a week of jujitsu and one boxing session a week, do you feel like you're adequately addressing your weaknesses in the sport? Whereas if you switched out two more of those jujitsu sessions for boxing sessions or added some strength and conditioning work in there, you know, made a couple of changes to it, you can much better address the actual needs you have, the weaknesses you have, and those areas that are going to help move you to the next level as an athlete. Does that all make sense? So take those challenges today. Look at where you're at yourself. And the real key for this, guys, is to make sure that you're being honest with yourself. If you're asking yourself, where am I at physically? Where am I at mentally? Where am I at skill set wise? And you just say, I'm great at everything. This is a pointless exercise. But if you can be honest with yourself, if you can truly look and say, these are my top three weaknesses right now. Now you can make changes to how you're training. Now you can make changes to how you're training to ensure that when you come into your next competition, you don't have those weaknesses present anymore. You have really leveled up. You haven't just gotten a little better at striking. You've actually rounded out your game. Does that make sense? Or if you're a very, very technically skilled athlete, but you gas out if you go more than five minutes in a fight, you can spend more time in your next training camp focusing on energy system development, strength development, injury rehabilitation, all of those things that are going to allow you to go longer in the next fight so that you don't have that glaring weakness in your game anymore. So I hope you guys took away some value from this, value in how to find balance in your training. Now, if you have been subscribed to the show, if you have been tuning into this show for a while and you've gotten some value out of it, I would greatly appreciate if you leave me a review on any of the major podcast platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Those are the two main ones that I know I use. But anywhere that you can find podcasts, you can find this show. So I greatly appreciate a review of the show, a rating of the show. Every single one of those means a lot to me. And on top of that, I would greatly appreciate if you share this show with a friend, share this show with a teammate, somebody that you know is going to need to hear this message, somebody that you know is going to need the value that we're providing here. So that is it for the episode today. I appreciate you all tuning in. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your, rest of your day. I'm about to say rest of your Wednesday, and it is Wednesday, so have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday, and I'll talk to you all again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again, and see you next time.